Hi, and welcome to the Young Hearts for Missions podcast. I'm your co-host, Bethany. I'm your co-host, Elisa. And I'm your co-host, Anna. We are three young women who are passionate to see God worshipped among all the nations. Our goal is not to tell you what you should and should not do or believe, but we invite you to journey with us as we discover God's heart for the nations. We hope you join us on this journey. Today, we're going to talk about a question that we've received so many times this summer. How did you get into missions and what are you doing in Illinois? So to preface this, we are actually nearing the end of a mission trip at the University of Illinois, and we've been working with international students. So Bethany, Alyssa, do you guys remember how you guys responded when you were first asked this question at the beginning of the summer? The first time I was asked this question, I had no response, honestly. I was pretty confused. It was the first day we were here, and I was nervous and feeling pretty awkward and just really tired, and still was pretty clueless as to what I was doing in Illinois. Um, But I think as we've been on this trip for, what is it, nine weeks at this point? Whoa. Um, Yeah. Yeah, I know. I think I have a pretty, a lot better of an idea of how we ended up here and (laughs) how I got into missions and what we're doing in the cornfields. So yeah, I can go ahead and start. So I got into missions, I guess this is like my first longer-ish term experience. I did a couple mission trips to Honduras when I was a little bit younger, so like in middle school. Um, I would say I've always had a heart for missions from the time that I was probably like 10 years old. I just like knew um, that I just had some place in it. Um, I wasn't exactly sure of that capacity. Honestly, still I'm not sure of that capacity um, or what God's calling me to do in that way. But just always known um, that God does have a heart for the nations and that he wanted me to be involved in it. Yeah, my church growing up was very missions-minded, so we had, like, lots of missionaries come in from the time that I was very, very young. I knew that that was, like, a thing that you could do, and all the missionaries I met were, like, really cool people, too. Um, Yeah, so just always kind of known what missions was, um, and that it sounded really cool. I also love traveling, so that was also a big pull factor for me uh, when I was looking at getting into missions. So I just graduated high school um, to start my freshman year (laughs) of college. So I originally wanted to do a gap year to refine my Spanish skills and have a Spanish speaking immersive experience. Um, But uh, I realized taking a gap year as an 18 year old um, by myself was probably like not the best idea. Um, So it changed to a gap summer and yeah, here I am basically. I couldn't find any opportunities with Spanish speaking countries. Um, And then I was supposed to go to France and then due to COVID, France was put on lockdown. And then I was supposed to go to Washington DC and Washington DC also fell through and so University of Illinois was like the last ditch option. (laughs) 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 
And to be honest, I had a lot of hesitation coming uh, because, yeah, just when you expect that you're going to be going to France for a long time and then you end up in cornfields, it's like a little bit of a transition. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's been a great experience so far. And I'm really grateful I ended up here actually. Oh. Yay. Oh. In the cornfields. Yeah. <laughs> I guess for our listeners too, Bethany is the youngest one on our team. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Always bringing joy to us. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. I can't believe you just graduated in high school too. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Yeah. Melissa, do you want to share your answer to the question? Yeah, sure. Yeah, definitely coming here when people were asking us why we're here. I don't remember what my first response was, but I think it was a a very, very general answer too. (laughs) It's like, I'm not too sure what we're going to do here and why we're here. Um, But I think as the summer went on, I think initially I knew that I was interested in missions, but I wasn't quite sure exactly why. And then as I heard Anna and Bethany explaining why they're doing missions, I started looking back at how uh, like people have influenced my life and maybe that's why I'm here. Um, I think growing up, my church was quite mission-focused. So like every year we would have... Um, yeah, just missionaries coming over and we supported missionaries. Um, so I always knew that, yeah, as a church, we are called to um, yeah, be involved in missions. But at the same time, missions isn't just um, about going overseas um, because I'm from a very multicultural place. So my church always emphasized that God brought the nations to our doorstep. So missions may mean staying. Um, so I've always knew that, okay, missions could be overseas. It could be just where we are. Uh, and I've wanted to go on short-term mission trips when I was younger, but um, never really got the chance. Uh, but thankfully, as I got into college, um, there was a mission trip program. So I'm really grateful for that. Um, initially, I was supposed to go to DC too, like um, Bethany. But... Hey. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but um, because nobody else was going there, I was uh, encouraged to come to the University of Illinois instead because there are people, um, aka Anna and Bethany, who will be coming Yay. here. Yeah, <laughs> so that's why I'm coming. Yeah, to Illinois, and to be honest, um, I really enjoy Illinois. Um, maybe, yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, it's been. I really be- I've really been really blessed by um, the place here, the people here. Um, yeah, so that's how I came to Illinois and how I got involved in missions. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for sharing, guys. Yeah. It's funny because the first time they asked us this question, we didn't receive, like, training yet, like, our orientation. So we all looked at each other like, um... We don't even know what we're going to be doing. And people are like asking us, like, what are you guys doing? And we're like, I don't know. <laughs> um, we didn't know yeah. how we ended up in Illinois, what we were doing in Illinois, what we would even be doing the next day. Mm-hmm. Right. We were just there. Yeah. 
<laughs> but like I feel like now people have asked us this question so many times that sometimes we joke around we're like oh we could probably answer for you and like yeah for one another <laughs> oh man but yeah guys it, it never gets old to hear to hear why you guys um were interested in missions I think it's such a good good thing to continue to talk about yeah um for me like Bethany I also grew up in a like a mission-minded church as well like I remember when I was younger I would go to China with my church to do like English camps um for little kids and that was like a good experience but I think for me I just felt like I was just a part of you know the camp that was happening um and so actually maybe about a year ago I took this course called Perspectives and through that, I actually learned more about missions and what the Bible says about missions and how um, throughout the whole Bible, God is like, God is, has a heart for people from every nation and every tribe and, and just everybody in the world. And um, for me, my experiences up until that point had only been maybe about like a week trip or like nine days. Um, so like relatively short for a short-term trip. And I remember leaving that class like, that's like not enough time to get to know people and like build relationships with people. And so I remember when I was looking at going on, you know, a longer short-term mission trip, I was like, oh, 10 weeks. Wow, that's going to be hard. <laughs> like being away from family for 10 weeks is really challenging for me. Um, but I was like, maybe this is, you know, a good way for me to learn to depend on God, especially on a trip that's longer than just seven days in a place where, you know, at that point I thought maybe a place that I wasn't very familiar with um, for just that long period of time. Um, so I had originally not planned to come to Illinois either. <laughs> um, for some context, I go to school here, but I had not thought that I would end up here for the whole summer. <laughs> um, yeah. And I remember as I was praying and just discerning where God wanted me for the summer, I was like, Lord, I want to go overseas. You know, I had planned to go on a trip that would go overseas, but because of COVID, I actually couldn't go. Um, and so that was actually a bummer for me. But then I was like, okay, I think God is using that to just close the door for me. And so I just kept praying. And as I was just looking at the trips for the following summer, you know, what showed up? University of Illinois. And Woo my first response was, oh no, Lord, <laughs> are you going to have me stay at my own school? Um, and it was hard. It was like a time of wrestling. And I remember like talking with my parents too. And one of the major lessons I actually learned from perspectives is how can we reach the nations right on our doorsteps, like the people right around us. And I guess I never really thought about college as that way where I can just talk to like people and students right around me like students from every nation and so that was like that blew my mind and so as I was praying about it talking to my parents like we were all at peace that this is where God wanted me this summer and you know um, that's how I ended up at the University of Illinois and I really 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 enjoyed it I think it's yeah it's just been really sweet getting to know the international students here and hearing their story as well and getting to meet Bethany and Alyssa, like Yay. having like-minded values. Yay. It's really great. Um, and we just get to do missions together, learn how to depend on God in prayer. And yeah, it's been really fun. 
<laughs> I can't believe it's ending soon. It's bad. So I feel like I've lived here my whole life, but also <laughs> I feel like I've only been here for like 48 hours. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh man. It's also so funny how like all of us were like anywhere but the U of I. <laughs> and we all ended up here anyways. Mm-hmm. And now we don't want to leave. <laughs> yeah. We've actually mm-hmm. talked about this too. Like, I think it's really the people who make mm-hmm. a place so special, you know? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Illinois itself, I think, has um, a lot less going for it than, like, if you took the people out of it. I think the community is really, really special here. Definitely the best thing about Champagne Urbana. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, I agree. Aww. Well, what have you guys, I guess, learned? I mean, I know we've learned so much that I think through this one episode, we won't be able to cover everything we've learned. Maybe in future episodes, we could probably talk more about. But I guess if there's just one thing that you wanted to share what God has been teaching you this summer, what would you say? Oh, one thing is so difficult to choose. <laughs> okay. One thing. Yeah. I think, um, yeah, one thing that I've been learning is how the gospel has to be, has to speak to me first before I share it to people. Um, yeah, I just remember, remember talking to different people and then, then asking me, so what does like the gospel mean to you? What does sin mean to you? Um, yeah, just for some context, once in a while we would go evangelism, uh, and that has been a great challenge for us. Um, yeah, but just talking to different people, and this time when we were going to share the gospel, uh, this girl she asked me instead what was my testimony, and so realizing that the gospel has to be related to my life too. That's been a huge lesson for me. Um, not just in a broad way, but also in a day-to-day, on a day-to-day basis. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's been a big lesson actually for me too. Yeah. It really like shows, like if you know the gospel and you like really, and there's a difference between like knowing it and internalizing it. Mm-hmm. And then the other step is like living it out every single day mm-hmm. and letting it take over every single aspect of your life to like really be an overflow of Christ's love, especially when it comes to things to like sharing, actually sharing the gospel. Mm-hmm. Um, you can tell when it's like real mm-hmm. to someone yeah. in the, the, yeah. yeah. I remember mm-hmm. like one of the books that we were reading too, it was saying how like, to get people um, to be more passionate about missions is really to just tell them the gospel. Like, I think for me at least too, is just seeing like how much I need Jesus every single day has made me like more passionate to want to tell others, you know, the gospel. Um, It's like when I see like my need, like then I can tell other people like they also need Jesus too. (laughs) And like, this is how we can all need Jesus together, right? Yeah. yeah, I think that's been like my big theme for this summer is mm-hmm. dependency. I, that's actually the word I wrote on my rock from all night prayer gathering. Oh. So like last month at the beginning of some of our time here, we did an all night prayer gathering, which is exactly mm-hmm. what it sounds like. 
Um, <laughs> but they had us write like a word or like a verse on the rock about like what we were learning that night or just mm-hmm. what God was teaching us, I think. Um, and that quickly has become, I think, my theme for the summer is really learning how to be dependent on God in prayer um, mm-hmm. and reading his word. And just like every single aspect of my life, I think I'm realizing just how needy and dependent I am, which just makes the gospel even sweeter and even more real mm-hmm. to me every day. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. Can I say my lesson is just like a mix of Bethany and Lissa's answer? I feel like um, that, yeah, that's probably really what I've learned a lot. Maybe I would say prayer. Um, there is one book that we read pretty early on um, called A Praying Life. And in the book, the author talked about something called continuously praying, where like he would just find himself praying throughout the day just like randomly you know um and I think that was a concept that really stayed with me and something that I just kept asking God for throughout the summer and yeah like Bethany was sharing I think God has also been really teaching me dependency um like he's been showing me also my sinfulness throughout the summer and there are times where I'm just like God why do you still love me like why do you still choose me and that's my natural response to that is just to pray, you know, to talk to God, or just even as, I don't know, as I'm cooking, like I'm praying in my heart, or as I'm walking, like to just pray, and that it's not just like something that I do in the morning, but like just throughout the day, and something I think that God has been showing me, like, um, I remember coming back from the first evangelism, I didn't talk to anybody, basically, and I was so discouraged, like, so discouraged. I was like, oh my gosh, like, Anna, like, why don't you talk at all? Um, And I think through that, God just showed me, like, man, like, I need to be praying for boldness and courage every day this summer, because that's just how shy and timid I can be. Like, my natural response is not to go and evangelize um, and share the gospel, right? And so I think that just drove me to deeper dependence through prayer and just talking to God, being really honest with God too. And so, yeah, short answer, I think prayer. I think this summer really stretched my prayer life like never before. Yeah. 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 It's really cool. Like someone described it to us. This mission trip for us is like our spiritual boot camp in a sense like (laughs) we have so much we have literally like the entire summer dedicated to learning these spiritual disciplines and just really being able to rely on God completely and fully in every single aspect of our lives and really like developing that muscle so that we can use it later on Um, yeah yeah, I think Mm -hmm. all three of those things tie into yeah yeah and I remember like before like all of our meetings like we would always pray to, mm-hmm. before we even talked about what we're going to do next week or our agenda for the week or just any logistical stuff we would spend at least 10 to 15 minutes just praying and I think the first time I heard that I was like whoa like this is kind of foreign to me you know like yeah I know like prayer but like you know just praying before a meeting and stuff is not something that I was necessarily like used to um but now it's like wow I'm really glad we do that I'm really glad that we invite God first into whatever we're talking about and then we talk about it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah I think 
yeah, I remember that first meeting too and praying. And that really struck me because uh, we were like meeting with like people who have been on the mission field or on the mission field. And I previously, I was like, oh, missionaries, it takes like, um, it takes so much courage. And yes, it does. But at the same time, at the end of the day, all of us are humans who need God. And all of us worship that same God. And so just, yeah, humbling ourselves before God. Yeah, that was really encouraging. Mm-hmm. Yeah, talking about the Oswald Chambers quote a lot. I think it's Chambers. Prayer is the work. And I think that's yeah. the thing that we've also really been learning this summer is that, mm-hmm. like, I think half of our meetings some days are prayer, <laughs> which struck me as a little odd at first also. Yeah. Because it's, I think it's the first environment that I've ever been in that hasn't viewed prayer as something, like, just to do at the beginning, just because it's, like, mm-hmm. the Christian thing to do or because it's something we should do, but actually viewing it as like, this is a chance to like ask God for whatever you need to and praise God for who he is and thank Mm -hmm. him. Um, And all of these things like can be accomplished in prayer and prayer is oftentimes the best way to accomplish them. Yeah. Um, Yeah. 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 And I think I'm just reminded too, like even things that we feel like God might not care about like he cares about those things mm-hmm. like I remember we were um one of the events that we were gonna do was go on this backpacking trip <laughs> and we <laughs> we didn't have a van for it so then we started like this was like when we like just arrived not too long ago so we were like praying for this van for like a week and this is like getting really close to the backpacking trip And the three of us, like, probably had just met each other, like, maybe two or three weeks ago. And we're, like, spending every Mm -hmm. night praying for this van. Um, (laughs) And God did provide us a van. Mm -hmm. Like, he really did. And just something like that, you know, I think for me, maybe before coming on this trip, I might have been like, oh, yeah, I wouldn't pray about for a van, like, to God. Like, I feel like that's, you know, that's something weird to, like, pray about, you know. But I think what I've learned from this trip, too, is that, God cares. God cares even about things that we think are, you know, seemingly small. Um, like God cares. That's encouraging. Yeah. Yeah, that's so encouraging. And even not just the small things, but the things that we think are impossible sometimes. Even I myself, I don't pray for those things. Um, I remember, uh, so we, we had a class on storytelling and we were challenged like by a few people to uh, we would we learn how to tell the story of um Bartimaeus and being healed. Um and so yeah, being challenged to share that story with a few international students we had been meeting. And to be honest, I was I was really scared and really reluctant to do that. Um but we prayed and we actually got to share. Uh, the story with them God gave us the boldness and our friends were willing to listen and so yeah just God works in small and big ways so we can always surrender those things to them knowing that he is God he is powerful um, yeah mm-hmm. oh yeah mm-hmm. I remember that I was like <laughs> I was getting nervous to initiate the conversation too just praying in my heart because it's like you know how do you transition to that Mm -hmm. and then like I think it's like one thing 
for me to always say to myself, like, oh, I need to surrender. And then when you're in that situation, I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> like, I need to yeah. keep praying. But you, know, so you did a good job. You did a good job telling thank the story. You. Yeah, it was good. yeah, you did a great job. Oh, thank you. You guys did a good job, like, initiating and asking the questions. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's really amazing, like, how God uses those situations for his glory. And even, like, our helplessness and mm-hmm. our fear in those moments, I think, really just prayer is, like, the only, the only solution. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And God gets all the glory because we are totally helpless. Yeah. Exactly. Amen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there was something that was on my mind and now I forgot. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> oh, man. This happens a lot. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, it's about cool. prayer don't worry but god we pray that and i will remember <laughs> <laughs> oh i know <laughs> oh wait maybe i lost it wait i think it's the best we're gonna try <laughs> see how much i remember okay. um yeah okay i think i remember but i was thinking about like even in my life i'm pretty sure in future episodes we'll get into more in depth of our like personal testimonies but I when I think back of like the hardships in my life like those are the moments where I no longer am able to depend on myself and Mm -hmm. then I turn to prayer because I'm like you were saying guys like I'm completely helpless you know and I think sometimes like I even now like I thank God for those low moments because it taught me how to um like hold on to him through Mm -hmm. prayer um rather than depend on myself and so I, yeah, I think prayer is ultimately also like a, like a humble act, like saying, God, like, I need you, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I relate to that in that sometimes I go to myself before I go to God, mm-hmm. or I'm like, I'm independent. I could do it. But the mm-hmm. reality of it is I, I can't. Yeah. Um, so I think that's learning to go to God before. I try and resolve it on my own Mm. Um, and Mm -hmm. having God work through that situation instead of being prideful and independent and Mm. so many other things. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm. Mm. We're also reading in Let the Nations Be Glad by John Piper mm-hmm. about prayer as a wartime walkie-talkie instead mm-hmm. of a domestic intercom, which is something that when I first read that, I was like, what? I agree with that. I, what are you even talking about? <laughs> I was like, you have such short conversations on walkie-talkie. I don't want to talk to God in abbreviations. <laughs> That's what's going through my mind as I was reading. <laughs> But I think as I like read the chapter, God is like really revealing to me about the urgency that's needed in prayer as well. Mm-hmm. Like we shouldn't just like casually talk to God as if we can just like mm-hmm. put the intercom on and call him upstairs for dinner. Mm-hmm. But it's like we're asking like to our creator for supplication and for our needs. And it's 
like a very serious matter. Um, mm -hmm. But it's also such a gift that we can do it at any yeah. time. And that he Thank actually you. listens to us. Yeah. 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 I think, yeah, the book also talks about like we need to call God because we are in a spiritual warfare. And that's why there's that urgency like Bethany was talking about. Um, because yeah, every moment is like you're battling to, I remember one sentence, our greatest battle is to treasure God, treasure God above all else. And mm -hmm. when I read that, I was like, mm -hmm, yeah, there's, there's a battle going on. We need God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, even Elisa, as you were sharing that quote, I think sometimes I don't even recognize that I put myself above God until, mm -hmm. until like God shows me. Like I remember towards the beginning of this trip, um, mm -hmm. I was spending one morning just praying and I was like so tired, like so physically out of it. And like I had, I just couldn't pray. Like I felt like I was going to fall asleep while I was praying. And then when I walked out of that experience, like God is just teaching me, like you even need a desire to pray from God. Like that comes from God mm -hmm. or even strength to pray, strength to look into his word in the morning that comes from God. And I think it's just, even when I try to depend on myself, even for the like energy to pray, like that's already putting myself above God too, you know? And so I think it's just little things that I don't realize. Well, I guess in God's sight, they're pretty big things if I'm putting myself above God. But <laughs> praise God that he shows us, you know, like prayer changes you. Like as you pray, like God shows you. Um, yeah, it shows you how much you need to him. But yeah. Uh, yes, the books that we've been reading this summer have been so good. Hopefully we get to share them with our listeners in the future episodes. Yeah. Mm. This makes it like really exciting. So we'll definitely have new episodes coming soon um, in the future. And yeah, this is just the first one. Uh, I'm excited for what is to come. Sometimes I can't even believe that we're actually starting a podcast. And yeah. It's really amazing. <laughs> and I guess since we spent like um, maybe almost half an hour talking about prayer, should we just conclude our episode today mm -hmm. with, with prayer? And then, mm -hmm. yeah, should we do that? Yeah, yeah. do that. Mm -hmm. Okay, I can pray for us. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, Heavenly Father, just thank you so much that we get to pray to you. Thank you, God, that we get to talk to you anywhere, anytime, and about anything, God. And you are just so good and so compassionate and so caring, God. And I just pray for um, the three of us, and also for those who are listening to this podcast, Lord, that God, you would just continue to um, reveal yourself to us, continue to teach us how to pray, Lord, even after this trip, God, continue to teach us greater and deeper dependence on you. And so, Lord, we thank you that we can call you Father, and we, um, yeah, we thank you for your word and for the books that we've been reading and for the lessons that we've been learning as well. God, I just praise you, and it's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. All right. Thank you guys for listening. We'll hope you'll join us in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.